Welcome to Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services of Eastland. Tune in every Monday morning at 8.30 on KATX and KWBY, and again on Saturday morning at 9 on KATX and KWBY, as Angela Robinson joins Terry Slavens to share important financial information to help you live life on purpose. Insurance, investments, estate and tax planning, and much more. All covered now on Life Planning 101. Very pleasant. Good Monday morning, everyone. Welcome into Life Planning 101 right here on KTX KWBY. Terry Slavin's with you, and we're joined, as always, by Angela Kennedy Robinson. Good morning, Angela. Good Monday morning. Another Monday as we uh, enter the summer months. We're just talking. We're about to get hotter than you know what down here in Texas. Mother so. Nature knew we were turning to June. Didn't yeah, she? that's right. That's right. But uh, we got one last day of wonderful weather, and uh, all of our families that listen up there in the north were um, we're, we're coming your way <laughs> sooner than later. But you get to um, escape. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna escape. So you know, coronavirus. The thing is, when you got a horse trailer, you got your own potty, and you have your <laughs> your 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 stuff right that's in the right. back. You just just go. Yeah, it's square gloves at the pump (laughs) so um anyway but uh what we're going to talk about today obviously you know every week is something about coronavirus it feels like well this time's no different but it is a little different because we're going to be talking about coronavirus children and charities so three c's yeah the three c's right and i think um you know better known as you know protecting some things that are near and dear to your heart I know a lot of people outside of their faith and their partner in life would say that their children, um, well, may, maybe not their children, their grandchildren yeah. are, are the most important skip thing. Skip that first generation. Yeah, you can skip their first generation, right? Um, but grandchildren are, are most important. And then also the causes that they give to, right? So uh, I want to share with you a little story. Interestingly enough, um, I was with a gentleman one time, and most of the time we're the ones that are prompting thoughts and prompting the what ifs and the devil's advocate, as we call it. Well, this gentleman prompted those things on me um, in the way of charities. Because when we started talking and we got off, and we always do this, it's one of our eight life planning issues. So we always talk about charitable inclinations because we know how important some of this is to people. And we started talking about that, and he said, you know what I'm really concerned about? He said, I, if I fell over dead today, all this money would just stop going to them. It goes every month to them. And this would just stop. And how are they going to replace that? And he's from a small town, much like our little town in Eastland, right? And he'd been very successful and he gave a lot. Mm. And he was absolutely right. You know, I think if you've ever served on a board and you know those donors um, that are crucial to that smaller charity, you can probably relate to that. And we've both been on boards and witnessed that happen yes that where a, a major donor passes away and stops that, yeah 10 15 however much thousand dollars just ends right exactly so you know i i'm thinking as we're talking about coronavirus and where that story kind of connects is the fact that gifting is down and it's going to be down really hard this year and you know the code has given us some opportunities or i say the code the um, care act and some other things that they have passed and signed through um, this COVID 19 experience have given us some opportunities to actually rally behind our charities and help them and the way i look at it is it's always about information it's always about being able to provide um, an education to donors because they don't even know what they don't know 
a lot of times, right? And this is one of those times. And so interestingly enough, my mom, I mean, y'all may all know this, she edits everything that I write. And so I was writing about coronavirus children charities this week and the things that are near and dear to your heart. And I get this phone call. And I said, oh, no, because sometimes she t- she takes what I write. She says, Angela, you can't say that, you know, because <laughs> I am kind of candid. Um, there's another C for you. But uh, she said and she didn't, you know, she actually said, uh, so tell me about this, because I didn't know you could do this. Right. And that was really interesting to me that it even took to her to be able to say, because, you know, as, as I do, my mom is one of the most wonderful giving people, you know, all, of all time. Right. <laughs> and so, um, you know, but she didn't know what she didn't know. And so that's what today's show about is learning what you didn't know that you didn't know. You know, with your children in COVID-19, obviously, obviously there can be some hardships going on, right? And we know those obvious hardships, but something else is happening. And this is very interesting. So, you know, we've talked about life insurance and disability and and long-term care and all those things many times before. Well, I'm on the phone with carriers all the time, learning about things or getting educated or, uh, you know, for whatever reason. And as we're going through this, and one of the things I always ask a carrier, how are things going? What's going on? And there is a very uh, synonymous um, song that everyone is singing right now and that there are a ton of small life insurance policies being bought. Small life insurance policies. Isn't that great? That is you know, and having a background in life insurance, people said, "Wow, don't you hate the month of December?" I said, "No, I really love the month of December because people start thinking about their loved ones more right. around Christmas right. and they buy." And I had this same conversation with Kay recently about the coronavirus yeah. because uh, our son-in-law is in the insurance business and he's having a great year. And I said because people are concerned about their loved ones. Absolutely. And so I decided to pull a little facts and figures, and we're going to get into the punch of this here in a bit because it's something you definitely want to share with your kids, especially if you have grandchildren. That makes it even more important, right? But fifty-nine percent of Americans before all this didn't have any life insurance at all, and that may sound like a eh, okay, whatever, not really give you much pause at all. But I want to give you another fact. Half of those, half of those are underinsured. Means they don't have enough, right? So if you want to know if you're overinsured or underinsured or just right insured, we've mentioned this before on the show. My favorite place to go that you can get kind of a quick calculation is the Life Happens organization. And you can go to that online, thelifehappens.org, or you can actually download the app and you can go through that calculator in about five minutes. So we're going to take a quick break on Life Planning 101. If you have time to pull out that Life Happens app, you might want to do it because when we come back, we're going to focus on children and then we're going to get to some secret sauce to be able to help your charities weather through the storm of coronavirus and their giving. Segment two already of Life Planning 101 right here on KJXKWI. We're talking about children, charities, and the coronavirus. Yes, protecting what is near and dear to your heart. So we talked a little bit before the half about, uh, or before the half, we were just talking about the football field. Of course, this is what <laughs> comes to mind. Man, I'm, I'm feeling for some football. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, maybe I just need more coffee this morning. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to go with the latter. But anyway, talking about children, and we were talking about the Life Happens organization and how they have this awesome calculator. And I, I'm not a fan of many calculators that are out there because they're just not really accurate. They don't do a good job and account for for certain things or discount for certain things. Cookie cutter calculator. They, they really are. And life happens is no different, but they're more detailed. They're more thorough. And I like that. But it still doesn't take much to get through it the way they've organized it. So it's really nice. And I'll actually.
actually use it a lot of times if I'm in a meeting just to get help somebody with a quick calculation. And then when I go back and do it hard, you know, longhand and try to figure out for their actual plan, it's very close, really? very close. And I've not had one that's not. So um, I think that's a really good thing to note. But, you know, I think the best thing you can do, and obviously if you're a subscriber to our newsletter, is to pass that along to your grown children, right? Because they're the ones that end up finding out a little too late in the game if they actually need insurance or not. And, you know, the big issue, I think, is the fact that um, a lot of people don't know how to fix it once they say they need it, right? And they think, well, I can just go buy something online, maybe, or do I go down the street, maybe, or, or whatever else, or they say, well, that's great, I know I need it, but it's way too expensive. So I did you a favor. I ran something just generic on a 35-year-old husband that would have children, right? And he's in really good health and wants insurance for at least the next 20 years. So he could get a term policy for $550 a year that covers a million dollars of coverage. 550 bucks, okay? And that's not even the cheapest coverage that's out there. Right. Okay, now Less it's a, than 50 it, bucks a month. Right. It's a coverage that I would recommend in most cases because, number one, it's with a quality carrier. Number two, it's what you call convertible. Okay, so this is really important. A lot of people buy cheap insurance and it's not convertible. Right. Right? What does that mean? Well, that means in year 19, if you came down with a life-threatening disease and it wasn't renewable, wasn't convertible, there's nothing you could do. You run out of insurance possibly before you ran out of life and you wished you could have kept it right and we've converted i can't tell you how many policies for various reasons you know we've done shows about repurposing life insurance and actually one of the reasons to repurpose life insurance is charities okay so (laughs) uh, you get down the road you don't need it for something else and interestingly enough if it's convertible i've actually seen where people are sick later on down the road and they're able to sell their term policy for six figures, sell it to be able to get money before they die. Okay, so here's the, you know, it's an interesting thing, but you gotta have that ability to convert that policy. If you don't have it, you lose a lot of options. So a lot of people just go after something really cheap, which cheap is better than nothing. But when you're talking $550 to cover a million dollars of insurance, that's pretty inexpensive as it is, right? So if you want to know what we've done, we have actually an online calculator at www.kennedy-financial.com. You can go on and you can actually get a quote right there from three or four different carriers and see what those amounts are, okay? You can actually apply for coverage right there if you want. Now, I will tell you this, if you pick up the phone and call us, we can get up to $2 million without any kind of medical underwriting as long as you can pass like five question tests and most 35 year olds are pretty healthy to be able to do that, right? So um, up to $2 million with a five minute phone call. Think about that. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. That's crazy. Policies issued in three to four days. Long, long stretch from where it came from, right? Absolutely. If you're thinking about it. So, but that's absolutely amazing. And I think, you know, it's good for your kids to know that and know how to do that because I think people don't do it for two reasons. I think they think that it's going to take too much or they don't even know where to start or how to do it. Well, there's how to start and how to do it. And it's just too dang easy. And a lot of people say, well, why would I need a million dollars? I just need what covers to cover my mortgage or this or that. Well, I ask this question is think about the survivor. What are they gonna do for work? Would you want them working if you're still raising kids? 
Would you want them to be forced into making decisions such as downsizing the home or otherwise, right? Or would you want them to at least be able to get the kids through college, maybe pay the kids through college, and then at the end of the day, not have to be forced back into the workforce at 55 years old making minimum wage. Income replacement. Right, income replacement. So basically, it's like ensuring your retirement for your family is what you're doing. So what does that mean? Well, just to real easy terms, okay, then this is pretty aggressive. A million dollars means about $40,000 a year of income to your family. Now, that's pretty aggressive, okay? 4%. Yeah. If you're dealing with a 35-year-old, I'd say it's more like $30,000 if that's what you're trying to go after is to ensure that retirement. So you think a million dollars is a lot of money? No. It's not. It's not a lot of money at all. So, you know, I think it's really important to understand what you need. And that goes back to that Life Happens app. And don't get blown away by the amount of coverage that you need because a lot of people need more than a million bucks. A lot of people. So it's really important. And every time I take out more insurance, I I tell the gal in the office, I said, just don't tell my husband (laughs) because he's going to learn that I'm worth more dead than I am alive, right? So (laughs) same can be true there. Well, When we come back, we're going to be talking about coronavirus on another front, putting significant pressure on charities if tax reform didn't do it enough before all this started, and how you can help your charity, your cause that's near and dear to your heart, right here on Life Planning 101. Final segment, Life Planning 101. Angela has more great information. Yes, we're talking about coronavirus, children and charities, and we're on the charities part. Now, if you remember, if you're one of our avid listeners, uh, we did a show a while back about tax reform and the impact that it had had on charities. Very significant. Okay. I think that's actually going to be a trend that's even getting worse because once people noticed um, that first year out of 2018 that they couldn't uh, deduct the things that they were able to deduct before tax reform, then they're thinking, well, why do I want to do that now? Because believe it or not, some people are motivated only by the tax dollars when it comes to charities, right? So For those of you that are actually taking interest in the show, that's usually somewhat of your motivation, but a bigger part of your motivation is the cause itself and how that is for your your heart, right? And so I want to give you some silver lining with what's going on right now because of coronavirus. There's been some things that have been issued with the CARE Act that actually help charities out. And so if you're on the board with the charity, if you're on um, the board with your church, if you're, it doesn't matter if it's a nonprofit, whatever, or you're just an advocate, you're a big advocate for them, you need to find a way to be able to educate your donors through this and help them see how they can give you dollars in ways that they didn't know that they maybe could give you dollars or why they would want to go ahead and give you dollars this year. And one of those is that you're going to have the opportunity to deduct more this year than ever before. Okay. In 2020, you can literally offset 100% of your adjusted gross income. That's that nice little number at the bottom of used to be the front page of the Tim Tim (laughs) right yeah until they changed it now it's in the middle now we got a confusing thing that takes one page right but it's really the same because then you have all these supporting pages but okay so let's go back to that adjusted gross income number right that's before you take out the standard or itemized deductions okay so that adjusted gross income you can literally offset 100 percent of that with cash gifts before it was 60 you can only take up to 60. And we have 
clients, we have people that we work with that were maxing that out. And every year it, we had to be strategic. Okay, what can we do so that we can get more deduction? And we had to do planning around that because they wanted to give more than that. Right. They have a surplus of income, right? And so why does that help you? Why does that help you as a donor? Why does that help you as um, you know someone that's an advocate for the organization? Well, there might be people and there are people out there that are selling businesses still, selling real estate still, doing things that are making money and they need to offset that. Well, what better year than this year to go ahead and advance gifts even, right? I don't know a single charity out there that couldn't use money ahead of time, especially a year like this year. Absolutely. Okay. There's the ones that are on the front lines that we know of that are really fighting COVID-19 and, and the causes. But then there's also those ones that are, I think, getting less attention and maybe even more damaged because they're not on the front lines. But they're still altogether just as important as they were before this, right? So what can you do to be able to help people give more? Well, what if they could take, because if maybe even they don't even get the deduction, but if they doubled up their deduction, they would get the deduction. Wouldn't right. that be cool, right? <laughs> yeah, so educating your donors is a big thing here. This is the other interesting thing about this. So let's say you have an overstuffed IRA, overstuffed retirement account. Well, there's a lot of um, people that end up, by the time that they're the ripe old age of required minimum distributions, which just recently changed, they really don't need to take money out of that IRA, but they're forced to do it. And what it does, it creates a ticking little tax bomb on your tax return, right? right? It increases your AGI, that adjusted gross income number, which increases possibly your Medicare premium, increases the amount of your Social Security. That's tax, plus you pay tax on that. And oftentimes I see people take out more money to pay the tax on the money they're paying tax on. <laughs> How crazy is that? <laughs> right? So what about this year? What if you're over 59 and a half and you have an overstuffed IRA that's sitting there waiting to be a ticking tax bomb? You want to give more to your charity. Did you know you could take that money directly out of your IRA and give it to that charity and not pay tax on it? Wow. Wow. It's a little secret little niche, right? I mean, isn't that awesome? That is awesome. Okay. We don't usually get an opportunity like that. Now, I will say you need to be cognizant if you're taking Social Security and Medicare you know, obviously make sure that you're not killing yourself on your premiums and your taxable social security, weigh those odds. But I was on the phone with um, a couple last week and we were going through this and we were talking about, well, if we do this this year, if we do, and we were talking about converting IRA money to Roth IRA money and offsetting it by charitable gifts. And we said, well, if you do this this year, you're going to see a spike in your AGI, which means your Medicare premiums are going to spike for one year. And this is what they're going to go up and your Social Security is going to spike. And we talked about it, but then we showed without it and not, and not doing anything, things were going to spike forevermore. Right. So, you know, sometimes it's better to just bite the bullet. I mean, you got to realize we're at the lowest tax rate in history 
right now. And I don't see with all those trillions of dollars just spent that we're going to be going down in our tax rates anytime soon. So, you know, I think it's really a good time to be making sure that you're looking at your charitable giving, not just for the purpose or the cause, but to be able to assist you in some of the tax planning that you need for your future which is really big. So you could take the entire amount out, make a cash gift to your favorite cause tax-free. That's a biggie. Corporations. Let's talk about, now, uh, this doesn't apply to all corporations, but they increase the amount that corporations can give tax-wise this year too and get a deduction for by 15%. Wow. Okay, so that's big. That's really big. So, you know, again, this is about educating your donors and knowing. And if you've got someone that's in major gifts or plain gifts, tell them to call us. We've got literature. We've got things to do. We're happy to help your charity. You know, it's kind of our way of wanting to give back, too, to be able to help people raise money. Because this is too important this year with all these funds being down. And we know that. And I know that personally. Being having some causes that are near and dear to my heart. So I think that's really powerful. Uh, the other thing that I want to uh, throw out there is that, you know, going back to that story we talked about at the beginning about that donor that said, you know, most important to me is when I fall over dead that they don't stop receiving payments. So here's one even better. You can actually take your IRA money and turn it into more money, not just the dollars that it is today turn it into more money, and set up an income stream for that charity. Sort of like an endowment or something? Yes, yes, but not the cost of doing an endowment. I think that's where a lot of people say, well, I don't have enough money. In fact, I actually had a CPA tell me that one time with a guy. I was talking about setting up one of these. He said, well, the the guy didn't have $15 He's only got $8 And I said, well, you're right. We wouldn't want to set up a family foundation or a family endowment fund doing that, but we've got tools that can mimic that without all the cost. So isn't that powerful? And imagine you could set that income stream up for that charity and get the tax deduction this year. This year. This year to do it. Okay. Because you got, remember that big old threshold to work with on cash gifts. So that gives us more room to work with on non-cash gifts too. So it's really important to realize that this is a great year, great year to get your charitable inclinations for not only during your life, but after death in gear and in place, right? A lot of times we have people say, well, I don't want to give anything up today. Well, you may not have to give anything up today. There's a lot of gifts that it's kind of like a, a clawback giving that you can say, I'm going a pledge in a sense. I'm going to do this, get the deduction because it's in it's binding in a contract, but not lose the asset in the process. And a lot of people don't realize that. They think I have to actually give it up when they may still need that income or they may still need to live in that house or whatever it is. And there's lots of avenues that you can do that. In fact, there's avenues you can do. Okay, let's just give you an unexpected bonus at the end of the show here there's avenues that you can do to help your grandkids and your charities at the same time really yes so we were setting up one of these this last week talked to this couple um we did a 15 year trust in which it's going to give to the charity every year for the next 15 years and the benefit is is the donors getting about an 80 percent write-off on their tax return for the amount in that trust this year and at the end of that 15 years the money is going to be there to fund the children's education. Wow. 
How cool is that? That is awesome. Yeah. So this is a great year to be working on your charities. If you're an advocate for your charities, tell them they need to get out there and find out what's available because there's ways to raise money that may not just be trying to get on the street and getting people to show up because if everybody's six feet apart, they ain't going to want to show up, right? So (laughs) that's going to be really difficult. But there's ways to be able to go back to your donors and talk to them about things that they can do that may not cost them a dime extra than what they're doing already, but be able to help the charity. So with that, I um, want to leave you with a quote that I found. Um, It says, when people are protecting something truly special to them, they truly can become as strong as they can be. Good stuff. It is good stuff. And don't we all need a little empowerment this year? Absolutely. Yes. So protect those things special in your life and see how strong you can become. My name is Angela Robinson with Kennedy Financial Services here in the great state of Texas. God bless everyone and have a great week. Thank you for joining us for Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services of Eastland. Tune in every Monday morning at 8.30 on KATX and KWBY, and again on Saturday morning at 9 o'clock on KATX and KWBY for more Life Planning 101. Advisory services offered through Smart Money Group, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Securities offered through Calton & Associates Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC. Kennedy Financial Services Incorporated is an independent of Calton & Associates Incorporated. Incorporated and Smart Money Group, LLC.